Legends of Iron. I'm John Anderson. Meet my co-host, Nick Best, and Akeem Williams. We're going to have some amazing guests on the show. Buckle up tight, because we're going to be talking about the shit you're not supposed to be talking about. We're going to be discussing anything and everything it takes to become a legend of iron. Legends of Iron is brought to you by MuscleMix. MuscleMix is the creator of Carnival Pure Beef Protein Isaac. Beef builds muscle and Carnivore is the world's number one selling beef protein. Welcome to another edition of Legends of Iron. With me always my partners of crime, Nick Bess and Akum Lens. And again, we have got the man behind the curtain, the Wizard of Oz, our producer, Ben Bowman, the Angry Dad. Well, we have got another show for you. It's going to be hot, fast, and fun. How's everybody doing? Doing great. Uh, doing great, man. I, I, I was saying, uh, I, since I, I got on here, I'm looking at Nick, and I have to say, Nick, Nick you're looking mighty large, man. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I've been training pretty hard, but I, yeah. I brought my weight down to like 295 a little bit, and I just look more uh, muscular. But So thank you. Thank so, you. So you're... Down- you're Johnny, John, he's having what, what we call the bodybuilding effect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start posing all the time. Yeah. Let me tell you, yeah, he's got a six-pack going. Yeah. <laughs> See, I've, I've, I've been in both worlds. So I, I uh-huh. get I get. there's a sickness on both sides of the fence, and I've had all the sickness. When it comes to body morphia, there's not a sickness that I haven't had that I still don't have. I just I, learned I, I, to fucking use it in my advantage, you know? I, I'm saying the bodybuilding effect because normally when, when you do a bodybuilding show, you gotta get down in weight, and usually when you get down in weight, you actually look bigger. Right. Yeah, for so, sure. Right. For yeah. sure. So I yeah. dropped down to like two ninety five, and I actually look mm-hmm. bigger. But yeah. I'll probably compete in another powerlifting meet. I'm gonna try to do another one really heavy, really hard, like mm-hmm. when I turn fifty five, and then mm-hmm. uh, then we'll see. I'll probably get to drop down to like two seventy five after that, and just lean down mm-hmm. a little bit and mm-hmm. start bringing. And then my body step on down. stage. Uh, no. <laughs> so what is it when you when you hit fifty five, brother? When you're fifty five, you're going to be in another bracket. You're gonna Correct. you're gonna hold down some records for that one. Yeah, I'm going to try to break all the records across the board in that one too, because I got them from forty to forty four, forty five to forty nine, fifty to fifty four. Might as well go for the whole twenty years, you know? Fuck yeah! <laughs> Tie the two decades together, brother. Yeah, no, you know? exactly. I mean, the biggest total of all time over 55, I think, is 1923. <laughs> so I, my goal is 2123. Nick, Nick, I have a lot of faith in you, and I believe you could do a bodybuilding show. If Eddie Hall could do a bodybuilding show, you could do a bodybuilding show. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Doing a bodybuilding show or winning a bodybuilding show? <laughs> I love yeah, Eddie. I love him to death. What's happening with that? What's ha- what, I, I know there's a lot of stink about that. What's happening with the Eddie competing thing? Yeah, Eddie wants to do a bodybuilding show. He wants to get up there on the stage. He wants to lean down and pose and go do it. Is he going to do gonna, it? Yeah, he's going to try to do it at like the Amateur Olympia or something like that, I think. Okay. But okay. he's not going to – it's it's not going to be one of those – he's going to take it serious. He'll get down and all these other all these other things. He just wants to get up there and compete and actually do okay. it. So okay. I don't think there's an expectation like he's going to win because I don't know mm-hmm. if he realizes – how ungodly thick and huge his joints are, and or his waist. <laughs> or, yeah, well, I was being nice. Yeah, I know. I mean, his, <laughs> the surgeon. Come on, 
Never mind. Um, <laughs> it's, it's the truth. Lifting heavy shit yeah. thickens up your thickens your shit oh, up. Yeah. I mean, there well, was literally eleven hundred. When when I went from from straw man into wrestling, there was mm-hmm. about a you know shit about a six year seven year period before I came into bodybuilding, and I wasn't doing heavy yokes and all that shit because I was wrestling. And if you look at those beginning pictures of my wrestling, my waist was thicker than by the end. It it had come in just by the lack of holding supporting all that heavy shit. Right. You know. Right. But Eddie's also going to do some strongman stuff too. I think he's the team captain for. Uh, Britain versus UK. USA coming up. Yeah. You know, and so he's he's also training some strongman stuff too. So that's not going to help I'm thinking his waist anytime soon. Yeah, anytime soon. <laughs> and that's a that's a long process, man. You got to you got to leave your waist out of major strain for years and years before it right. starts to come back like that. And there's no guarantee right. it will. You know? True, but I do know this. If Eddie says he's going to do something, He's going to do he's it. He's going to do it. Win, lose, yeah. or draw, he's going to do it. And I know Eddie will come in shredded as much as Eddie can be shredded. He'll look better than he's ever looked. So we'll get to see. But like I said, his joints are huge. But, I mean, the guy's got – he's 370, 380 right now. So, I mean, wow. he's 6'3". So, I mean, if he, if he gets up there at like 295, 290, he's still going yeah. yeah, he's still going to look pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That's it. It's so He's crazy got, got how much calves. you lose in the first goddamn the first, I remember my first prep. Mm-hmm. I lost mm-hmm. like sixty-five pounds. I was like, what the fuck happened? I didn't think I had that much to but you it's amazing, especially the first couple times. You lose so much more than you think you're capable of because you've never been down that deep before. You know? Yeah. So it's crazy. I mean, he'll probably lose more than he thinks. I mean, Ak, what do you think? I don't think there's ever been a person on the planet who only loses what they think on the first time. Well, I mean, coming from, like you said, a strongman powerlifting background, you know he has thick, dense muscle under there. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I, I wouldn't say like 50, 60 pounds. But he, like you said, he probably would come in like a 295, 300 mark. I think that would be his mark to be on stage. Yeah, that I know for the boxing stage. thing, he was down to like 310, 305. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was pretty so, strong. Wow, was he really at uh, three? Was he down that low for boxing? Yeah, yeah, he, he had a ways to go to get on stage at that, but, mm-hmm. but then again, he wasn't training for bodybuilding. He was training body for body boxing. Body. Right. Yeah. It, it was fun going, well, now you know where my body weight's at. <laughs> Let's compete again. <laughs> that's but, it. Yeah. So, anyway. You know, and, and no. speaking of Eddie and boxing, uh, Thor's mm-hmm. leaving powerlifting, going right back to Strongman. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of people excited to see that. And, but at the same mm-hmm. time, you know, he, he did sustain a, a pretty serious injury. So with the injury that what he, he ripped his pec pretty good, didn't he? Yeah. 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 And they reattached it and it's back on. I think he'll be fine in that regard. But I, I think Thor needs to, if he's going to come back, he needs to pick a contest in like <laughs> 14 to 16 months mm-hmm. and train for it and get ready and not really worry about, trying to be what he was, just try to get into the heavy lifting shape so his body's ready for that. Can he go from here to there really fast? Yeah, we saw that with the powerlifting. The problem is, is he's going to get so much stronger than his connective tissue can adapt, yeah. even though it's already really strong. But when he's lost all that weight from the boxing thing, you yeah. know, you, you lose a lot in your tendons and ligaments. They got to rethicken. They got to yeah. take time to mm-hmm. keep injuries yeah. like, from like that from happening. You can't come back too fast. 
you know, and yeah. I, I, I like the dude. I think he's, I think he's a good guy. I, I really hope he takes his time because he's young enough to come back and do it for another 10, 15 years. I, I want to say he's probably 32, 33. Wow. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, I didn't he, was, he was still that young. Yeah. yeah he I mean, was really young. And I, I think he was like 22 in 2010. Wow. So he, he's, he's not that old. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even get my first strongman contest till I was like 35. Mm. You know, the if so was I was 37. So, you know, he's got plenty of time. Mm-hmm. So Especially he, done right. Yeah, he just he just needs to methodically go into it and not push it. If he pushes it like he did when he was a kid, he's, you know, he's gonna break. He just needs to be a little bit more. Um, patient with it, and he'll be fine. Oh, yeah. He'll be right back to where he was, and inside of two and a half years, he'll be right back to where he was. There you mm-hmm. go. That, that's that, that's that's good. To, like you know, a good that, that's a good time to say. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like this is you know, stretch it out, yeah. do it right, get get back on shape, and then so you can get back. And then on he'll that be there for till he's bored. He'll be there mm-hmm. for 10, 10, 12 years if he wants or longer. You know, it's just how it's much such a different drill when you're when you're performance based. It's, you know, obviously it's not just creating a look, it's creating performance mm-hmm. and creating performance is right. such a different deal. You know, people don't quite understand, you know, like in, in the bodybuilding world, there's been a lot of guys over the course of, of, you know, the years that have actually been able to look really good without training really heavy. Right. And mm-hmm. it's, that's just not possible in a strength sport. Nope. <laughs> you know, nope. and I think the hardest thing, the the biggest thing he's going to have to actually overcome is the fact that he was, you know, he's won the Arnold what three times, two three times. Uh, he's won World's Strongest Man. He's won Europe's I think four times, five times, four I think. But he's he's an unbelievable competitor, and not being able to come back in right where you were, right where you left off and having the patience to step through it, uh, you know, year by year to get back to where he was, is probably going to be the hardest thing for him to deal with. Yeah. You know, is, but I mean, if he, if he's disciplined and he's smart with it, he'll be back and he'll be there, you know, till he's, till he's bored with it. He's that talented. He really, why did he stop fighting? Why did he stop competing in Strongman? No, no, that, why did he stop fighting? Fighting. Well, why did he stop fighting? I wish I could tell you that. I don't know. Yeah, because there was rumors that he was going to fight Martin Ford, who mm-hmm. was like, if you watch the movies, he's, he's that the tall, like basically just like the opposite of Thor, just, but at the exact same height. You know what I'm saying? Right. The huge guy I, that always played a bad guy. And he was, yeah. That guy is just as tall as Thor. Right. No, he is. Uh, I don't. I think some of the biggest issues they had with that is the the promoting part of that kind of fell apart. Yeah. You know, and I don't, when that fell apart, the whole thing kind of went away. So. Yeah, that, that, that's <clears> a little <throat> true. It was difficult to watch that fight when Eddie and Gore had that fight. Yeah, I, I, I actually had fun. I was screaming for both of them. <laughs> <laughs> probably, I mean, I, I like both the guys. I've spent a lot more time with Eddie, so I was probably chewing for Eddie a little, a little more. But, I mean. No one can blame you. <laughs> yeah. I, I, but I, I like both the guys, so it's it's cool. That's it. Yeah, that Hakeem, that would, oh. that whole thing got put into play. What it took about two years to finally happen. Is it? What was it? What was the timeline from the time it was originally proposed 
between injuries and disputes and everything else, it was at least a couple of years. Yeah, it was yeah. about a year and a half, almost two years. Yeah, it was a yeah. while. I mean, I that, know, had it Thorpe. happened more on its plan, they would have been able to carry that hype a little stronger, which probably would have made it for a better event, you know? Yeah. And I, I think that they did a the pretty good job of pulling it together two years yeah. after the fact. Yeah. They did. They did. They were <laughs> actually know? supposed to do it here at the Olympia in Vegas. Mm. You know, that oh, was supposed no to be shit. done here originally. That would have probably made it a lot better. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Especially you could have had a lot more fans because that, that had pulled in so many more people. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Correct. So, and that I think the whole thing started before COVID too. So, I mean, there's that as well. Yeah. So, they, they yeah. definitely put a pause on it. Yeah. Yeah. And he did his bicep. Yeah. You know, yeah. just one thing after the next. That's it. So, but, uh, well, Akeem, I wanted to ask, uh, what's with the car situation now? Are you still rocking the Corvette or, uh, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Last time we talked. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I actually still have, I still have the Corvette. Man. I still have the Corvette. I love that thing. <sighs> You know, nah, how many got, do you have now? Uh, I think I'm just gonna count. Only, I only, I only got two. Only got two. <laughs> 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 but I, I, I did, I did some work to the Jag, and now mm. I got it up to like I think like five fifty, six hundred horses. Nice. Mm. Well, you know, so, check this out. You, you might be digging this. I just picked myself up uh, a new G wagon, a G sixty three. That oh, sucker nice. came with 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 stock horsepower five seventy seven. Wow. I was like, I can't believe it. it's it's faster in a straight line than my Porsche Panamera and my nine eleven. It's unbelievable. The, 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 the thrust is just unbelievable. It's like the deeper you push down the, you know, when you hit the throttle on a car, most cars, you're gonna get pulled. But then if you keep pushing the throttle, on, nothing more is happening. It's, it's giving yeah. you all it's got. There's nothing yeah. left. This motherfucker because yeah. it's boosted. It just it's like going. the deeper you push it, the harder, the more it gives you. It's like, God damn. You know? <laughs> the craziest thing about that car is when we were driving in it, every time you make a turn, the 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 the, the seat itself hooks you and then it lets go. And then it hooks you. When you, you turn left, it's hooking you left. Oh, yeah, right, you, yeah, I was oh, like, I was like at first, I was like, the both 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 seats, right? Yeah. Yeah. My God, that's right. I forgot. I forgot that you were, that you were in it, Ben. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It was, it was pretty just, crazy. It was just like I said, yeah. the nicest car I ever been in. So I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nick, Nick, Nick uh, definitely congratulations, man. I enjoy it, man. Coming from 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 a big car guy, definitely yeah. enjoy it. Enjoy the shit out of it. Shit, oh, I, I, every, every every Sunday I go enjoy my Corvette, man. I think oh yeah, no, no. Nah, Where do you take it to? There, there's New a York. few. Um, no, nah, yeah, but if you go upstate New York, you got some nice roads up there. Oh, okay. So I, okay. I don't want to give away too much, but I- <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you want to tell the police where to go give you a ticket? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're not dropping locations. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to drop locations out here, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think it upstate, and you know, I, I yeah, you it. give it away, everyone will be there. <laughs> well, if, you ever, if you ever drive the thing out here. Uh-huh. The racetrack's pretty close, and they do drag racing on some of the mm-hmm. weekends out there where you can take it out and run it the quarter mile. Uh-huh. Or um, we can take it out to Pahrump, which is about 45 minutes from here, mm-hmm. and they have a racetrack out there that you can drive your car out in and drive it on the track. Oh, nice. you know, That's they, cool. You pay a fee, but you can go out there and drive your car around <laughs> the track. And uh, the end in Vegas, they have the what was it? The no, it's not Dale Earnhardt. It's um, Richard Petty Experience. Richard Petty Experience, where you can drive right there in NASCAR. I went to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you do it? 
You well, it was fucking was was a long fight. Yeah, of course I did it, but it was a long. I wouldn't. I'm lucky I went when I did because I was should have done my early 20s. I want to say maybe 22, 23. I barely mm-hmm. fit in the fucking car at that point. Man. <laughs> <laughs> what, oh, man, what, what, car fuck, what, what car did you drive? They give you the you're in the stock cars. They're bush league, but they're the they're they're based yeah. on the stock cars, and you basically. You pull you you're following one of their one of their one of their guys. And okay. basically what happens is every you get X amount of laps. And every lap, if they think that you're not driving like an idiot, they'll go faster. Mm-hmm. And so I was actually pretty good with I stayed right behind him and we got to the maximum speed for the maximum laps. Okay. You know, but but it was uh, you know, that was uh, driving the fucking car was a piece of cake up getting in the motherfucker was the hard part. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was brutal. And then getting out, it was like, holy shit, you know, going in feet first. I'm just, yeah, I had people kind of helping me so I could get my feet through. But now, okay, I'm, I'm sitting in this son of a bitch. Now you got to pull me out. Like, mm. What am I going to do? It's like, it was brutal. It was terrible. <laughs> it's like getting into my mini. <laughs> yeah, I, I still don't understand how you drive a mini, Nick. We've getting some big people fun. in that car. Mm. It's fun. I mean, it, yeah. it's fun. I mean, you like your your cars. I mean, it, it's running a little over 350 horsepower in that small little white car. It's got a little drive, and it is an absolute ball to drive. I've driven the tires off of it now, though. <laughs> literally. <laughs> I literally lost three of the four tires all within like a week and a half. Oh, wow. From from driving on them, like the no, no, rubbing all the rubber off. What, what do you mean lost? You mean you wore them out? Wore yeah. Them out, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because they're ride flat. So if you get a flat, you're supposed to be able to ride like 40 to 60 miles with mm-hmm. it like that. I got three miles out of the ride flats because <laughs> the tires are completely wore out. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's I've been in a car ride. more than a few times with Nick. <laughs> Usually, a lot of times those little cars, they actually make them pretty fucking spacious on the inside. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. it's it's got some room on the inside. Ben and I don't even touch shoulders on the inside. Mm-hmm. So it's, <laughs> but it's, also, too, I'm not as big as the other uh, the other strongman as they're getting in with them when they're mm-hmm. shoulder to shoulder. True. Like we had Trey in there not that long ago, and it was like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. The biggest person I've had in the car is Brian Shaw. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, he fit in the passenger side. He got an ab cramp getting out, but he fit. fit. It's on his YouTube page if you want to watch it. It's hilarious. It really is. It's it's funny. But I stuffed him in there. The killer is is uh, James, his camera guy, got in the back seat. Oh, and he's six. He's six five too, and he's he's good three hundred pounder. So he was in the back seat filming and doing everything. And then Brian and I were in the front two seats, so we had some weight in that car. Nah. Mm. Oh, yeah. so, it's definitely solid. So the when we're on the on the top of the cars, the question, Ock, is what fucking car are you gonna buy next when you get ready to compete? Because you're not that <laughs> <laughs> you're not that far away from getting that. Time. I don't yeah, know. I, you... I, I was actually looking. I don't know if you ever seen them. The Mercedes AMG GT. Ooh, man. Oh, that's the, Bro, that's the counterpart to to, to to that's the one I'm gonna get to match my G wagon. Yes, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. I know exactly what trouble. So I, there's I, the there's the GT, then there's GTTS, then there's mm-hmm. the GTR. That's yeah, the motherfucker. That's like yeah, way yeah. over the top. Yeah, yeah. The GT, same the GTR, same GTR, 577 horsepowers in that yeah. little bitty car. Yeah, oh yeah. my god. 
The GTR is probably out of my budget, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe the regular GT or the GTS probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, that's what I've been looking at. You know. Hell yeah. Okay. I, I think uh, I think I'm going to keep the mini. But there's this guy sitting in here with us that knows a lot about the size of motors that we can drop into that thing. And he said oh, somebody's yeah. dropped a V8 into the in a mini. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, someone's dropped this. Uh, they they you dropped should, a C8. You should, you should put a hell oh, in it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't get this. There's no way I'll get this. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, the engine he's talking about, I might uh, I might drop that at some well, point. Well, you know, we can't le- well, legal disclaimer, well, we're not doing this. We're just talking about we're it. We're talking about <laughs> it. Yeah. So uh, okay. like one of those LS engines, yeah. put it in the mini. Okay. Oh yeah, they, they make bolt-on. Um there, there's a lot of bolt-on uh motor mounts and mm. you know there, there's ways to fit it. It will fit, it just takes mm. a little finessing. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So that'd be, that'd be a lot of fun to put in there. But you, you probably you probably not have to beef up the suspension if you try to put that kind well, of. Well, no, it's already got a beefy suspension. The only thing is, is like uh, it like uh, they have um ones that you would actually just drop into other springs from the other car, like a oh because okay. uh, Mini makes um not they're not vans, but they're bigger than a <laughs> Mini Cooper, and okay. it basically the most the majority of the parts swap out to be able to beef, beef those things up to take it. Okay, mm-hmm. but you know there there's a lot of little things you can do. You know, luckily, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I've been blessed mechanically inclined to do stuff yeah. like that. So, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Shit, like, well, uh, shit. But next time I got to do a swap or something, I'm just going to drop my car off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, well, no, because he uh, helped me get the chip put back up, and then we changed okay. the air the air filtration system on it. Put a K&N in it. Yeah. Oh, nice. So we did some things, and I mean, like I said, it's it's a little tiny light car, and it's running mm-hmm. 350 horsepower. Nice. So it's 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 fun. Yeah, yeah it moves. But oh, yeah. it'd be we, fun we to drive exhaust next. You know what's funny? Like nowadays, you, you say 350, like it's 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 nothing, right? But back in the days, that was, well, that that was, was huge. Yeah. That was oh, huge. Did, yeah. Brick, the, when the brick in the 300 horsepower mark was like huge back yeah. in, that would have been like 1990. There were very few cars yeah. that went over the 300. Yeah, exactly. 175 used to be the the standard. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Mm-hmm. Remember, the, remember the race, Le Mans? Remember, it was a 24-hour Mons? race. It was like yeah. a famous race. So Porsche came in and started winning that race. I think their first version was called a boxer, and that car had less than a hundred horsepower. <laughs> oh my god! But obviously, wow. it's, it's up. It's oh, once yeah. you're up to speed, just how many times can you keep? You know, how how far can you keep going? But exactly. Right. But yeah, horsepower has changed so much in the last. Oh yeah, it's they, unbelievable. They, they, they back in the days, I'm not sure when's the last time they did it, but they used to have a race from New York. To uh, California. Oh, the, the, the gumball run. Actually, oh. just the, the cannonball run. The cannonball yeah, uh, run. In the middle yeah. of COVID, the, they did it in the mm. shortest amount of time you could do it in. Like, um, it was like so short that they they have already said that that no one's gonna be able to break it. Because I watched the whole documentary on YouTube about it, where these guys started off in New York, had this car, had spotters, and literally. Let, left New York all the way to California in the most shortest amount of time because there was no one on the road. Well, my my uh, question is, was Burt Reynolds in that set of a bitch driving a Trans Am? <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, I, I actually, uh, the, the last guy, the guy that worked on my both of my cars, actually participated in that race. Oh, nice. And he wow. even had the car that he did it in. Oh. He did it in a, the last time he did it. I'm not sure how 
the last time he did, he did it in a C7 Corvette. Wow. And he was trying to set that record. Yeah. Yeah. It's a crazy race. Yeah. It's a crazy race. Well, they made it, movies it takes, about it, so of course, yes. yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and believe it or not, it takes a lot of luck. Like you said, the, the only thing about it is you have to have luck on your side. Because yeah. some of the stuff that you do is totally legal, but you just gotta pray and hope that you never got pulled over by the cops. <laughs> you just gotta, you just gotta do what Bert did and outrun him. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. If you're <laughs> now. Yeah, man. But now it's too much uh, cameras and all this other stuff, so that would be definitely hard. But mm. he said you just have to pray and hope that you just make it there without getting pulled over. And if you could do that, you could definitely set a record now. Without hey, starting the industry, now, we'll so make a stealth car. <laughs> can't be hit with radar <laughs> can't be tracked oh yeah now the, like the, the, those cars like that when they do that stuff it's just so insane that when you watch them those guys especially because like uh they're putting that like hundreds of gallons into their car into these giant tanks like no yeah, that, stopping no that's nothing. what that's that was one of the things he did too i think he, he put another gas tank in there yeah. So you had two, you had two gas tanks in that. Yeah, the gas tank in it, and then in the trunk, they'll mm-hmm. literally put, put a secondary one. gas yeah. tank and then yeah. just ride it out like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they Jesus. do all the performance. Talk about what's what, getting rear-ended with that vehicle. Is no oh, my God. Definitely. You get a lot of bang Whatever for your you buck do on that when one. driving that service, just don't hit the brakes. As long as you're accelerating, <laughs> you're good. <laughs> don't get rear-ended. You know, oh, oh shit. And you That's know, good it, stuff. Uh, we talk about racing. Uh, F one's going to get ready to be in Las Vegas this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, they just that. did the Sphere in Las Vegas too, so that was a yeah. pretty crazy experience. You heard nothing but the crazy. Like that's why I was hoping mm-hmm. the Olympia'd be there because man, that would have been such a great photo op for all you guys to be in there to do. Like yeah. because like it's literally a stage setup in the in the in the Sphere now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen had opportunity, but check it out later. Las Vegas Spear on the concert. They had YouTube there. <laughs> oh my god! It was like everyone's like, "Are we on psychedelics or what's going on?" And you can <laughs> see whatever's happened on the inside. You can see on the outside. Yeah, yeah, that too. But I think it's yeah. the first venue that outshines the performances. Mm. I mean, it, it really. Yeah. You two's playing, and you're like looking at everything else that's that's in there, and you're just like, you can't even really pay attention to the band. You're just the stuff that's coming on the screen is absolutely just insane. I mean, it re- it really is. But as far yeah. as F one goes, half the town is excited about it, and the other half wants to string them all up by their short hairs. That's I mean, so much noise, right? No, no. Not it is completely crippled moving around in this town. Oh, okay. I mean, they had to rebuild all the roads to be able to take the, uh, the F1 cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, they cut down the trees the whole in track. the Bellagio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They t- well, and, they, and then the fountains, they're blocking the fountains, they're putting up all these grandstands. It's a, it's a logistics and traffic nightmare for anybody who works on the strip corridor or anywhere near with if you work within a half mile of that track it's an absolute nightmare for you and people are pissed and then on top of that they told all the businesses that they wanted to pay fifteen hundred dollars ahead for everybody that's going to be there watching from the business that they've ruined by blocking all the traffic and stuff um if they have a view of it if not they're going to put up barricades so that you can't see the track yeah oh wow fuck and then, oh, the, and then the overpasses that you can walk <clears throat> across the strip on, they're going to block those off so you can't watch from them. Yeah. Just sucking every dollar they can out of it. Because you can't, you can't publicly <clears throat> charge people that are walking down a public street. 
you know, or uh, sidewalk or whatever. People still yeah. have to be able to move around the strip. Yeah. So it's they did a lot. It's going to bring a good amount of money here, but it's also they've done nothing. A lot to, of disruption to really uh, embrace the Las Vegas residents at all. And then yeah. originally the cost of the tickets were like five hundred dollars, and now for Las Vegas residents it's two hundred dollars. Okay. I mean it's it's like wow. Okay, we suffered all this time, but now not get around the city and no traffic. And now we get to pay $200 to watch a race that we can see for free on TV. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Right. I just, and it's funny is they're going to block businesses views Mm -hmm. if they don't pay them. I I hope they understand the jail only holds 3000 people and it's nearly full. If these business owners get out sawzaws a half an hour before the thing and go after it, I don't know how they're going to stop them. <laughs> I, I really don't. I, I, it'd be interesting to see. It really would. I mean, the egotistical thing from this is really they, – they really didn't care about our residents very much. Yeah, but so, that's the but, way these big events work, man. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, it's they like these in. big events come in. It's like well, – even, it, even it goes like – we get two NASCAR races here a year that we get just as we'll get, we get more people from NASCAR actually than we will from F1 mm-hmm. and they're at the track. They don't block anything. Yeah. We have mm-hmm. one day of yeah. sort of bad traffic and that's it. Mm-hmm. So it can be done here. They, mm-hmm. they just, but racing right down the middle of the strip was just kind of like, wow. Okay. So it's the I mean, aesthetic. Yeah. So anyway, well, that's assuming that there's no, you know, assuming that there's no more damage from some sort of a, a, an accident. Correct. Too. Exactly. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Well, we exactly. haven't factored exactly. in the oh shit moments of the whole yeah. experience. Right. Right. <laughs> you right. know. So I mean, it's it's kind of interesting. I have a weird point of view on it because I live here, mm-hmm. you know. But I know F1 fans are gonna love the race. It's gonna be amazing to watch. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I mean, to watch them drive. 230 240 miles an hour down the strip <laughs> in a car and then make a hairpin turn at the end of it that's going to be fun to watch don't get me wrong it's going to be if a I, if I if i was out there i would make sure i get a good drone <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i don't know how they're going to stop some of that stuff that's going to be kind of interesting that, that's how that's how i would do it get a good drone and watch it watch yeah, I, I I think you got to get permits to fly drones in certain places in this city, which is dude. You see, you see weird. signs now: no drone zone. Like, yeah. what the fuck is this world coming to? For Christ's sake, right? Or no do, drone get, zone. What the mm-hmm. fuck? So I wouldn't be surprised if something like that's in fit in place. Yeah. But I don't know how oh, you would yeah. find them or how you would stop them because mm-hmm. it's radio controlled. How do you yeah. find the guy that's doing it? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Well, there you have it. We're about just a, just almost thirty minute mark, mm-hmm. and uh, had some interesting conversations. Kind of looped it around, had some fun. So, thank you for listening. Thank you mm-hmm. for watching. And uh, we will sex you. We will what? see you next time. I almost <laughs> said sex there. I don't know how that's going. Now. I was actually thinking about saying something to the fact of make sure you check out this. Formula One race that's been haunting poor Nick, but I don't know. Somehow that transverse with an X and then it did it the next thing. You know, I almost said the word sex, but there we have it. We, 
Well, there you have another episode. We'll see you next time. That's it. (laughs) We'll see you guys next time. (laughs) Right. Legends of Iron is brought to you by Muscle Mix. It's time to stop around. You want to build some muscle? You want to build some serious muscle? Well, guess what? Beef builds muscle. RTD, carnivore, ready to drink, lactose free, tastes great. You want to build some muscle? You better start eating some beef. Beef up with carnivore RTD. 40 grams of protein, zero fat, zero sugar, zero lactose. What the are you waiting for? Get yours today.